right, man. It's another one. Um, thanks again, anybody who like or subscribe or comment. Always appreciated it. Um, this one's a little different. A lot of things prompted uh, this. Obviously, we got the, 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 the Will Smith stuff going on. Uh, but the thing that really prompted this uh, thought process uh, for this one is uh, Kanye West. Kanye um, recently came to a realization that his mom may have held him away from his dad. And uh, in his mom's passing, of course, you know what I'm saying, you've seen kind of a shift in, in uh, Kanye's behavior. Um, a shift is an understatement, but we're going to try to keep it moving. You've seen a shift in Kanye's behavior, and a lot of the things that he has been doing has been sort of, you know, wild, you know, in, in, in spite of himself. You know, he's sort of uh, being self-destructive, if you will. And um, I saw the trilogy of uh, Kanye and I saw him and his reaction to him and his interaction with his dad. And I saw Kanye as like a kid. Like the way that he was kind of talking to his dad was like, dad, look at this, dad, look at that. And as a dad, I know when my kids can't wait to show me something, um, it's one of those feelings. Like, I want my dad to see this thing because I want him to be proud. And I kind of saw Kanye as a kid. And what it prompted me to think is, like, we got to start wanting to hear our dad's side of the story. Um, a lot of times, how we see our dads are through the eyes of our moms, and even I'm guilty of this. Um, I recently had a situation where, as I said, some unsavory things on a podcast about my dad, and my dad like chastised me, and I had to take it, you know, say because I was wrong, but you know. Never to be, you know, mentioned again on a podcast in a negative way. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I was wrong. And I was wrong because I know how that feels. I know how it feels to kind of want your kids to see you as a human being and not a, a, like a, a ain't shit nigga or this, that, and the third. So, you know, I was wrong. I apologized. And, you know, moving on from that. Um but given my situation and that, you know, my position or my role in my kid's life, I'm raising my kids. I'm not just in their lives. I don't just spend time with them. I'm raising them. You know, a lot of my kids' major things come from me, you know, um, their sons, their boys, and I'm the man in their life. So a lot of the mannerisms, a lot of their gifts a lot of their, you know, some of their flaws as well come from me. And uh, there always comes a point where a man, you know, especially the men of Gen X and, you know, the millennials see women like they see 
their mom. And it's fucking dangerous. Uh, I, you know, was guilty of that. And it causes you to kind of pick haphazardly because you believe in this mythology that if you're the right man, then she'll be the right woman. You know, women will have you believe that if the right man comes along, then they'll act right. And that shit couldn't be further from the truth. Um, You can't change a woman. And, you know, contrary to what they say, these hoes ain't your mama. And you need to hear your dad's side of the story. It helps to kind of ground you. Um, Hopefully I never have to tell my kids my side of the story because the reality of it is, is that I'm raising them to the point where giving them my side of the story is unnecessary. Just trying to make them very aware of women's nature. Um, My oldest son is even showing me some things, you know, some of the uh, stories that he kind of tells me about the the way that the, the young ladies act at his school are just, I mean, it's amazing that he can see it already, you know, um, my younger son is not necessarily, you know, like worse, it's just that he's younger, so there are a lot of things that he won't see until he gets to that, that stage, but both of them are coming along pretty well, and kind of understanding that, hey, look, every woman ain't your mama, and I know the way you see your mama, and the way you see your mama, if you see her as perfect, not really dangerous, you know, I'll always be able to protect you because I'm always around if anything happens, not to say that their mom's gonna hurt them, but again, you know, they need some kind of distance away from that, because otherwise, you'll get to a situation whereas you just believe things about women that are just ultimately not true. Uh, we need to see women as human beings that make bad decisions and not as infallible creatures because it, it changes how you pick women. Um, there's also this mythology that black men specifically have seen their moms do it all. So now they think that women are just supposed to do everything. No. The real thing is that we see women as infallible. We've heard women say that they're strong and independent and don't need no man. So for a lot of us, including myself, we kind of don't know when to step in or when not to step in. Because we don't want to offend you. Not we think you can do it all. And so we and it's even some goofy guys who adopt that mantra. And a lot of the content that me, you know, and me and my brother as well, that we create, it's for men. It's to deprogram them from this goofy shit, whereas you're being sent off on dummy missions. You know, kamikaze missions, whereas you got to hurt yourself in order to prove yourself to be a man for this broad. It's to not put so much pressure on you to be perfect because somehow if she's doing something fucked up, then it's because you the man and you the leader and she didn't do it right because you didn't you didn't become this perfect version of a man. It's to make these women understand that in order to get the proper protection, provisions and profession uh, uh, and leadership that you say you want. You're going to have to earn it. 
but you have to change the men. You can't change the women. The women are going to be what they are. And everybody can't go. Some of them got to, you know, got to, for lack of a better word, some of them just got to die. And so that we need to hear our father's side because it grounds us. It makes us understand where this whole thing come from. Like I told a story of me finally being able to tell my own mom to like chill out, you know, and not in a disrespectful way, but you're going too far, you know, and not like overall, just in a situation, you know, tell my mama, hey, like chill out. Like That's too much. You know, like I love you, but like you're going too far. And the fact that I was able to do that was big because if I can tell my mama that, of which how many dudes is walking around telling their mama to chill out, <laughs> you know, if I can tell my mom to, hey, you're going too far, that's my line, please stop, then then you hoes don't have a chance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't have a chance. You absolutely have no chance because telling my mama to chill out is easily telling my mom to chill out is easily one of the hardest things that you know I probably can say that I've had to do because you know you don't ever want to just tell your mom you know to cut it out you know because it, it you know it, it's it's a little bit of a strain you know but if you can tell your mom that she's crossing the line and that when you get in these relationships you can also show your sons and your daughters what it means for a man to draw a line and say this is the line you know I would appreciate it if you didn't cross it then the reality of that is that you set boundaries and you set both your son and your daughter up for productive relationships Whereas they understand each other's boundaries. And uh, you don't set up a bunch of women that are able to say that they're strong and independent and don't need no man. Because I think that a lot of the women who say that only have heard their mom's side of the story. And so that I think that we all need to hear our dad's side of the story in order to ground us in what it is that we come from. And also give us a history lesson on what actually is happening in our community as it were because I think a lot of people's history lesson is the color purple they think the fucking color purple is a documentary and not a fiction book they think it's non-fiction it's a fictional book by Alice Walker it's not based on a real story it's not non-fiction it's not a fucking documentary but I digress we need to hear our dad's side of the story because it grounds us. It helps women to understand that you're not infallible. You're not in this perpetual, either you're the victim or the victor. Whereas if something bad happened, you're the victim. If something good happened, it's because of you and black women are the backbone of the community. That shit is just, it's later for that shit. That shit is impossible. It's WandaVision. You know, we need to hear our dad's side of the story. Hopefully for me, because of who I am and what I am with my kids, I never have to tell my side of the story. You know, I had my son recently ask me why were me and his mom divorced and I fucking froze up. And I just said, ah, it just didn't work out. (laughs) But I know eventually 
I'm going to have to give him some advice that is going to probably prompt more questions that I'm going to have to avoid because, you know, although although I would be saying truths, I also understand that, you know, our relationship is not his business uh, or their business. But hearing my side of the story um, without you know, giving them too much, too much detail is important. Um, you know, how that I tried my best, how that I did everything I could do. Um, you know, any ridiculous allegations that he may hear to say, nah, that's not true. Um, it's important that he hear that his daddy is a human and that, you know, he still loves his mom and loves, you know, of course loves him and I love his brothers you know all that but uh they gotta hear our side of the story because if they don't then they grow up in this place where they're you know in guilt and I think that's where a lot of men are operating off of um just guilt and they're trying to rewrite wrongs that were done to their mom that they don't even know you know it's hard to be a kid and kind of understand what these things are you know I went to court not knowing what the fuck. I heard all the stories. Motherfuckers talking about, man, they tried to fleece me. They tried to take everything from me. They took everything but my shirt off my back. And I went in there saying, I'm a good dude. This is not going to be me. They whooped my ass for like 45 minutes to an hour. And then afterwards, they was like, you okay? <laughs> and then they say, okay, cool. We didn't come to a conclusion today. So what we're going to do is we're going to come back tomorrow. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We're going to set up another date and we're going to... I was like, I got another round of this shit. <laughs> I don't think that I'm down with this shit. <laughs> they whooped my ass and I was a good dude. I went in there with a suit. I went in there, you know what I'm saying? Having been married and lived with my, you know, my wife and my kids and everything. Everything was normal. I still got my ass whooped, you know? And I think the more and more that our boys start hearing our side of the story that the more we can make a change and we can start treating women as human beings instead of these deified beings that are infallible and without flaw that are either the victim or the villain victim or the or the victor when they're really just volunteers and I'll leave you with this if your daddy ain't shit then that means your mama love ain't shit niggas. I repeat, if your daddy really ain't shit, then your mama love ain't shit niggas. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening, man. I try to be consistent with these and just uh, keep supporting. I appreciate it. All right, I'm out.